Okay, and I'm just going to put this over here so I can let in anyone who comes in late. So hi, everyone. Claudia from late in the evening. Gabby, yay. <laughs> Renee's back from holidays. Welcome back, Michelle. I saw Michelle come in early. Laura, good morning or good evening. And who else do we got? Allie. Hi, Allie. Annette on my side of the world. Sigrun, hello there. And Helene on my side of the world, too. Fantastic. All right, let me just double check. Because I like to, oh, Susan, where's Susan? Oh, there's Susan. Hi, Susan. <laughs> I was like, I see her over here, but she's not here. Hello. So good to see everybody. So we are headed into the fall, which is, as we know, in network marketing is the kind of the second most important um, time to build because it's got that energy after we've all had our break and we can really kind of get stuck back into things. And I really like this period because it sets us up for the new year, which is really like the, the biggest, most important time. But it's always what you do with anything. It's always what you do before. So we really want to lay the groundwork um, for January, but of course, rank advance in September as well. All right. So let me just check one more time. And I, I think I might actually close this window down so it doesn't distract me. All right, so I think I'll be able to hear if people come in. Okay, that's better. Yep, okay. <laughs> yep, there we go. I knew this would happen. Okay, so first of all, um, thank you everyone who was on last week's call. And I know a lot of you listened to the recording afterwards. If you haven't listened to the recording, do go back and listen to that particular one because it's very inspiring and it'll give you, um, even though we'll cover a lot of the things today, it will still give you extra information. It, lots of notes, eh, Michelle? I know Vicky said she listened to it on the, the podcast a couple of times. Hi, Robin. Hi, Daphne. Great to have both of you. So what we'll do, first of all, as we always do, we'll go through any questions and then we'll go specifically into this topic of rank advancing and our challenge of enrolling two to four associates. So um, are there any questions? I know Sigrun had some great questions and Laura as well. Are there any other questions that you'd like to discuss that have come up in your business? Is there anything else? No? Okay. We'll start with Sigrun and Laura's questions, and then I'm sure sometimes that will just get the juices flowing if there's anything else. So I was really get, glad that Sigrun um, posted this, and then Laura chimed in as well, because it's a good reminder. As we know, there's so much in Soulcraft, yeah? Like, it's, it's really your Bible to go back to at any time. And Sigrun asked questions about um, resolving objections and also one-on-one -on -one presentations. So this is a really good time to remind us like where all the content is because often as we get going we forget what's in there so i'd really recommend especially for this challenge that we're doing if you go back to module four lesson two and don't worry i don't know it just like that i actually had to go to the course map to find it <laughs> because even me and i created i'm like where is that again so use the course map like i actually recommend printing out that course map and having it in your office, wherever you have all your pinups or some of your pinups, because then you you're, you know how our RAS, our reticular activating system. So that's the, the, the part in our brain that determines what's important to us. And then we will zone in on it. So the power of our subconscious is so amazing. So as you're going along in your business and you're like, oh yeah, what about this? You'll look up at that course map and you'll be like, oh yeah, that was in module six. Like your subconscious will remember even if our conscious mind doesn't. So, so print that out, that will really help. And I'd really suggest that everyone goes through resolving objections at, again at this time. And that's gonna be your module four lesson two. 
of course, originally I told Sigrun and Laura, just download the, um, the PDF and just review it. But then when I went back and looked at it myself, unless you've taken really good notes, you're not going to have all that great content that's in the video. So go back and listen to the video. And as you know, like the first time you go through videos, I don't really recommend putting them on high speed because you, you need the time to like soak it in, like really get it into you. But when you're reviewing videos, put it on a higher speed because you already know the information. It's just to actually access it um, more quickly. So put me on a higher speed and then just listen to that, that video because it has so many great things to remind you about the seven things that people all, like there's only seven objections and it will help you remember that, that there's only seven objections and how to address every objection that comes up. But we're, we're gonna talk a little bit more about this on the call. But I highly recommend everyone reviewing that. And then also reviewing um, in module three, both lesson one and lesson two, because Sigrun's second question was, do you have a process for one-on-one -on -one presentations? And we absolutely do in Soulcraft. It's like, this is so key. So go back to um, lesson one in module three. The first, first lesson is the five ways to present. And of that, there's the one-on-one. -on -one. And so you can just review that little, that little part. So you'll have it in your PDF and then you can find it on the video as well. So that's just gonna be one of the five ways. And then go and listen to mod lesson two, which is how to present online. Okay, and th those will all really help you. Because all of you as soul crafters, we, we want to start really moving you forward in your life and your business. You, you don't want to regard this eight week course where you just get stuck here. You know, like you just all like we have lifetime access because we want to have you as a tribe and we want to always be helping you, but we don't want you to get just stuck here and never moving forward. We want you to move on like we want you to move on to be doing online presentations doing sexy fit doing B school doing the soul soul pro mastermind. So don't use this like keep coming here because it's it's included in your membership, but make sure that you know you need to be moving on, you know, like you need to be progressing in your life, just like me like I you know, I have an amazing business and businesses, I can't just get stuck because we atrophy. Okay, so we want to be move, moving forward. So I would start for those, everyone here, like even though probably Laura's our newest person, like Laura's our newest person. Yeah, even Laura's moving forward, like we, everyone here at this point, if you're brand new, I would say go through Soulcraft, but everyone here is on the point where we need to be moving forward. So be looking at that online presentation what can you be learning from that to help you do? Because most of us should be doing online presentations now with because of COVID. So that will help you as well. And make sure you have a plan. How, what is my career path in my network marketing business? Okay, so how am I gonna be moving forward? So, and you know how we always say you, you should be doing at least one business course and one personal development course per year. Okay, I, I probably do, and you don't have to do this, I probably do two of each because I, re I really want to keep growing. But all of us like, and that personal development can be a yoga course, it can be a yoga nidra course, it can be like a little workshop on, you know, cooking, you know, just, just something to expand you as a person, and then of course your biz business as well. So we, all, we always want to be moving forward, not getting stuck. Um, okay, so having said that, let's just re review some basics about one on one presenting, because this is what you're all going to be doing tons of in this this period to advance. So there's two soul craft super important tips on when you're doing one on one presentations. 
So does anyone want to hazard a guess? And it's always a little bit hard when I'm like, what are the two? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> but can anyone, can anyone kind of remember or do you want to take a stab? And there's no wrong answer. Yes, Ali? Since they ask more than you tell. So you're asking questions is really key. Yes, asking questions, exactly. And that's, there's going to be two questions that you always start every one-on-one -on -one presentation with. So there's, there's two principles in one-on-one -on -one presentations. Number one, we always have to set it up as a two-part presentation, two-part process. Does everyone remember that? Like where you literally tell them in the beginning, this is going to be a two-part process. We're going to go through everything kind of um, bird's eye view, like big picture. And then our next meeting will go more into the nitty gritty, your questions, a business plan, et cetera. And the, and the reason being is that one, one go at explaining this, they can get excited and then they go home and then their partner can talk it out of them or their fears set in, you know, whatever it is. And, and we know that we need to touch people more than once. And so setting it up as a two-part process will really help you get them to that point where they can actually be open with maybe what their fears are or what's holding them back. Or, you know, if it's a partner that's, you know, a little reticent, we'll talk about that as well, because that's been in the zeitgeist as well. So always setting up as a two-part process. That's the number one soul craft rule, if you'll say, even though we don't like rules. And then the number two is asking questions at the beginning of that presentation. And these two questions are going to be in the content, of course. So if you are like, oh, I want to see how she exactly said it in the content, you'll, you'll find them. That's why I wanted to point you to them. But you must start every presentation with these two. Okay, so the first one is where do you want to be in three to five years? In your business and your life, like ideally, where would you like to be? And if they kind of realize sometimes like some people have never dreamt, you know, like, or they've been in a nine to five or, or some people, even like me, when I got out of my divorce, I'm like, I don't, I even know what I think. Like, what do I want? Like, like I had to really delve into that. So it, don't be worried if someone is like, I don't really know what I want. Say that's totally fine. And it's completely normal. Where let's just make it smaller. Where would you like to be in six months? And then they're like, Ooh, okay, I can imagine six months, you know, ideally I'd love to not be in my job you know, you know, X, Y, Z. So that's, that's the first question. And the second question is, if you were to start a business, what must it have for it to be the business that you want to do? Okay, and I say it slightly because I, this is the, the thing is, I always say things slightly differently. <laughs> but that's the gist of the question in the, in the, um, in your module so you can go back because i say it beautifully there but it's essentially the same thing so if if you if you were to start a business what must it have for you to want to do it to make it worthwhile and this these two things give you all the information you need to know how to present okay because gone are the days where we just have this slick presentation that it's just route you know, like really what, how we're presenting is to that person's needs and desires and what's important to them. And then, you know, where do they want to be? You get a sense of, okay, what's important to them. And then when they tell you what the business must, must have, that's where you'll find like maybe some things they, they don't want, you know, they don't want to do. Like they might even say, wait, well, I don't want to do anything where I have to sell. 
you know, and then then that's your th- your realization. Ooh, okay, I've got to address selling in the presentation somewhere. Okay, so those are our two two main things. Then connected to objections, when in this in this period, especially during these six weeks, when you're in really strong action, you want to be seen. What objections do you get? Are they are the most frequent? And then what do we do with those objections when we we keep getting the same ones over and over? Does anyone remember the Soulcraft solution for that? We embed I totally them. know how you feel. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good, good. Yep, that's the that's that's actually very true. It's a little bit further on. So this is going to be how can we get to the even before that, what can we do? But you're you're right on on track. Yeah, Laura. Bring it up. Bring it up before they do. Yes. So explode the bomb up front, which means we literally put it into our presentation. Okay. This and this this will change everything. It's why my health. I figured this out in health on the spas. It's that's why they were so successful. Is by the time we got to the end of the presentation, no one had any objections because I'd already put them in everywhere in that presentation. Now, even before that, there's even another thing I, I want to actually say too, is if you're getting that same objection, even before that, check in in yourself, did I used to have that objection? And or do I still have that objection? Because some, not always, because I don't want you to get paranoid, because this, is the, this is, can be the challenge with personal development as we start getting paranoid about everything we think. It's not always because of what you think that that you reflect that back to the person. It's not always like there are these legitimate seven objections that a lot of people have, and they might not be the same as yours. Okay, like example, like I, I get a lot of, of um, well, not so much now, but I used to, and why this is on my mind is because of uh, the conversation with Laura, is I used to get a lot about um, partners not wanting their partner to do the business. And yet my partner was always super supportive. So where did that come from? I think it's just in the zeitgeist, you know, so, so don't, don't worry, you know, people's objections isn't always a reflection of you, but it's still a good chance to look back and think, okay, did I ever have that objection? You know, or do I still have that objection? Because then we, that is a part. So say 50% of the time, that's true that you could focus on that and change your vibration around it. Okay, does that, is that all helping, making sense? Okay, good. And then when we do have objections, so of course we, we wanna do everything we can to minimize objections and make the person feel comfortable bringing them to us, making sure we know what their needs and their desires are so that we can present to them. Because do you remember my analogy that when I first moved to Denver and I was looking for a house, all the real estate agents didn't take the time to ask me what I wanted. They just spewed out what they thought I would want. You know, so they were talking about schools for kids and I didn't have kids at the time. Well, ever. And they were talking about like this or that, which had no relation to me. And if they had have asked me what's important to you, you know, I want to have a gym that's nearby, you know, like other things that were important to me. You know, I want to have a Whole Foods that's nearby. 
I don't think Whole Foods existed back then, but, but you know what I mean? Like if they had have asked, then they would have more likely been able to sell to me, but instead they just, so we, we want to be very sure that we know what our person is looking for. And then we can explain how USANA or whatever network marketing company you're in can fit that. All right. So if someone we've done everything that we can and an objection comes up and of course they do, the soul craft way is to take a deep breath and never take it personally personally yeah and realize if they're asking questions that's because they're interested because the worst thing is when someone after you've done a presentation you say do you have any questions they're like nope you know they're not interested because <laughs> everyone has questions you know and that that's their way like they're still not certain but they're still interested so i always when people have questions i always welcome that to see if we can get like underneath what the real question is so then, then we want to say, you know, absolutely. So, so let me just repeat this back to you to make sure I get it. You're concerned about X, Y, Z. Okay. And I always try to repeat back the objection to make sure I really get it. And then it also gives me the opportunity to then say, is there any other, anything else that you're worried about? Because I want to see if there's anything else that's there. And if they're like, no, I think that's it. So, and then if you are comfortable, so it kind of depends if you are comfortable saying this or not, but then you can say, okay, that this is a really good question. I'll go through it with you. If, if you were to feel totally comfortable with this, is there anything else that would prevent you from moving forward? Okay, that's another way you can get. You can see what else is really kind of running the show. And then, then what we want to do is address that concern with the feel felt found. Okay, and why, why, why feel felt found works so well is we're not giving them anything to push against. Okay, because with objections, we never want them to feel defensive. So I totally understand how you feel. Either we give our own example, I felt the same way, but what I found or my mother felt the same way or my best friend, or, you know, if it's not true for you, don't make it up. Of course, it has to be legitimate because people will feel that, but there's always someone you can use an example. But what I found was, you know, like an objection, like, I don't know if I have the time to do this. Like how much time does this take? You know, I say, I, I totally understand. I was working a full-time job when I started this or like Claudia, I was like, in my job still hadn't retired yet and and I was really working this on the sidelines, but what I found is that if I hadn't what the person who trained me is that if I had that 10 to 15 hours that I could find during the week, it would help set me up for the future, you know whatever it is that you want to say. But it's a really beautiful way to connect and then show a different way because people are willing to see a different way as long as you don't make them wrong or give them something to push up against. Sometimes it's also um, important to make them realize when they say, yeah, but I want to do it like 150% and then make them realize that 150% of what? Because you work a full-time job and what is then the time you are talking about where you work your business? Ah, yeah, okay, two hours a day okay what if you focus on these two hours a day the 150 percent time but when they come up with the 150 percent there's a feeling of the whole day 150 percent for the business 
And if you kind of put that better in uh, perspective, then it feels um, immediately not so heavy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And truthfully, network marketing isn't really, it's, des it's actually designed to do part time because, you know, we've got to, you've got to kind of give it time to actually take off. It was designed to do more. I mean, all of us, when we look at the people that we know that started, they didn't start full time. Most people did start with that 10 to 15 hours per week. Even the highly, like people who are, you know, seven star diamond directors started part time and then moved into full time. And then comes often the question, do you make money with it? <laughs> yeah. And specifically in the beginning, you might not make the money with it. And then I said, yeah, yeah. And then I have examples of come Marshall or <laughs> things like that. And they make money. So it's, that shows them that there is a way. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. And what we want to do with, with that is I, I would always say absolutely, because this is a real business. But tell me, what, what would you like to make? Mm -hmm. So what would be worth your time? Because we want to get specific, like, what are they actually thinking? Because when someone says that, like, automatically, like, I'm thinking, oh, they want to make like 500 grand, a million a year, you know, like, because they're like, like, do you make money? But really, what is it often that they're, they're actually meaning? Can I make even $200 a week? You know, like that's like whatever, or even whatever their job, like maybe they're making 50 grand, 100 grand a year. They're just wanting to replace that. So a really good question would be, you know, absolutely, this is a, a real business. You know, the, the woman I work with, you know, XYZ, my, my, um, my mentor, because I don't really like using upline or my sponsor, just so my mentor, you know, that I've been working with for years, she's, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, but tell me, for you, what would make this worthwhile? What would you like to make? That, that's the more important, even the more important question that gets them focused on them. Then, which so this is a perfect seg segue, Claudia. Thanks, thanks for bringing up that question. Then from there, do you remember last week where we said, um, and this is always how I get people to the second meeting, is I always say in the second meeting, we'll, we'll um, sit down and really put together a business plan because we want your goal to be $1,000 per week at the end of 12 months. Okay, so, and I always say now it's not going to happen like a month one or month two, but we want to put a plan together where you can be making $1,000 per week by the end of 12 months. Does that sound like something that you would want to do? Okay, and of course, most people are like, yes. Now, and I want everyone to, real, to really, and then do you remember from our, our call last week, then what you, when you sit down, you say, okay, our goal is in working 10 to 15 hours, $1,000 per week at the end of the year. So what does that mean for our benchmark that we need to do in six months? Is $500 a week. And then in three months, what does that mean that we need to do? Be hitting two to 300 per week. Okay, so you're just backing it out. And then this makes it seem really doable because if you, if you work with someone for three months, like really work with them. And this, this is why I'm always big on quality over quantity. In three months working together, when you have an exact way, and this is why we have to have an exact way that we're teaching our people. And remember how last week I said, only focus on two ways. I mean, it's not that you have to listen to me, you can have multiple ways, but I really think two ways is just easier for your team. And I've always focused just on two ways at the, at the time. 
So like my health and wellness spa and one-on-ones, or now obviously my sexy fit nutrition challenge and one-on-ones. Okay. So have two ways that your team can get to this goal. Cause if you don't have a way for them to get to that two to $300 per week, they're not going to be able to get there. Okay. So you have to have a way now in three months of you working with that person is two to $300 a week, a week for someone who really wants to build that. Is that reasonable? You know, absolutely. So two to $300 per week of working them, working with them for three months when they're fully committed 10 to 15 hours per week, that's completely doable. As long as you have a way for them to be building. Okay. So, so this is what we talked about a lot last week. Now, let me, let me bring this in. Not everyone will want to want to do that, but when you show them like, this is what you can do, is this what you would like to do? Then, then they can say yes or no. Maybe they say, you know, I've only got five hours per week and I would be happy with a hundred dollars per week in three months. You know, that's, that's totally fine. But those people who want to make two to $300 per week in three months, then you can work really closely with them. Like when I, when I got into USANA, that's what I wanted to do. My goal was a thousand dollars per week, by the end of 12 months, double that the next year, double that the next year. Like that, that was my own plan. So that's, that's why I've always focused on helping people in that first year really get to that. Like that's your goal. Now, if they miss that goal, is that okay? Absolutely, because they, they're going to be so much further, like even if they made half of that, okay, but it's very doable to be a goal by the end of a year of solid effort of 10 to 15 hours per week. The challenge is, is most people don't do that 10 to 15 hours per week, they put in two here, and then they stop, and then they put two in again, they get all excited. It's, it's, and it's a human condition because they do this with exercise. They do this with, with um, health programs. They do it with relationships. They do it with everything. But if we can really coach, like, again, this is why I'm after, always have been after quality versus quantity. Because those people who really want to do it, it's like a joy to work with them. Now, again, to bring reality into this, remember how we also, also teach you in Soulcraft, if you have 10 people, You'll probably have two people that want to do it this way. You'll have two that fall off and you'll have six that are kind of average. And that, that's completely normal. Okay. But where, where do you want to really be spending your attention? Two that want to do it this way. Yeah. And, and those six that, because they, they are the, they are the, um, not the bread and butter, but they really do make up like a big part of your organization as well. So you still want to focus on them too, but the, the two that fall off, you want to help as much as you can, but when and if they fall off, never take it personally as well. I've just seen this year after year after year that this is just the way it happens. 10 people, two are successful, two fall off, and then, you know, six are kind of average. And that still gives you a big, beautiful business. Okay, so let me just see. So let me just a question. I have a question for you. Since you started network marketing more than 20 years ago, have you realized that people not loyal to a brand than before? Do you think there's so many more options in the market that people don't get into one company? I found out that the people are not making money in the company leave easily. What can we do to make them stay even if they're making, not making money? Yeah, very good question. So I, I actually, while I have noticed trends in network marketing, so things like we have to make our presentation shorter, um, 
whatever other trends have I noticed? Um, people lately are, it seems like they make, we have to give them more reasons to make a decision now. I find that more people are making decision last minute. You know, like I do see that more. So I th personally, the, the shorter attention span, I think is because of social media. The, the making decisions like so late in the game, like where people, I see it all the time, they just don't jump in. I think that's, that's more than the last two years because of COVID. I think there's more fear in people's minds. So I think we'll pass and kind of get back in where like people are more willing to join more quickly. We just have to give people more reasons to do it now and figure out what really their fear is. So, and, and realizing and being okay, like Laura and I had this great conversation about someone that we've been talking to and it's okay. You know, if, if someone is just not the time and you've done everything you've can and you, you know, you tried to figure out like what really is, why won't they move forward? And sometimes we just have to let them go because you, you don't want to lean into a person too much because that can have the opposite effect, you know? So you want to do what you can and still have the energy of like, okay, if you want to do this, this is great. And we would love to have you, but we, we don't want to lean in too much to a person as well. Cause that, that literally can push them away too. Um, and not now doesn't mean not never, it could be you know, later on as well. Um, but to get back to Gabby's question, so those are the two trends I see. I don't necessarily see people not being loyal to um, a brand. There's always been this, this, this idea or belief, can I do a couple of network marketing companies at the same time? I've seen that throughout my whole career. My attitude with that is that you can, you can, you know, even in USANA, you can do two network marketing companies until you reach gold. And then once you reach gold, you can only do one unless you're willing to forfeit your bonuses. Because in order to be, to get the gold leadership bonuses, you have to only be in one network, network marketing company and you have to be seen to be training your team, et cetera. Okay, so, and the reason they do that, you can't be in two because let's say that Claudia and I, well, you get it. Like if, if I was in two, you know, my team could, like other people in, in USANA could start joining that other one and it could take, you know, it just becomes a mess. So I always tell people you can um, up until your goal, but I don't recommend it. And personally, I've never seen someone who's been successful in two network marketing companies because it confuses your prospects. And also it's just too hard to have, cause you know, you're building two organizations. Like it's just very, very difficult unless you're dabbling and you just have a website where you're happy, like selling different products. But if you want to build a team, which is really where the leverage is and the joy and, and everything, it's just too difficult. And my, one of my top leaders was a doctor and an e, a very different doctor. She was an ER doctor and she had her own like practice. So not like a doctor in a hospital. She was more like an independent doctor. And she wanted to do two. And I was like, you can, but I don't recommend it. And she's like, well, let me just try it. And then two months later, she's like, you were so right. She's like, it was just too hard to do, too confusing. And then she just did USANA and she became a Ruby director. So, but sometimes you have to kind of give people, like, we don't want to tell people, no, you can't. And, you know, cause they're just going to want to do it more. So I just tell them why. And I say, I'll support you. But just from my experience, it's just much better to focus on one. It's less confusing for your people as well. And you'll be more successful more quickly. So that's how I would respond to them. Now, in terms uh, my, of... My experience oh, is when they come with this kind of questions, they are still in the mind, more um, seeing this retail way of doing things. 
Very good point. Yes, yes, very good point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. then it might be even an option that you stay with one in retail. I mean, just selling the things like you would have a shop. Yeah. Yeah. And then focusing on one for the organization part. And it might be even good to have two to get to the level where you realize, oh, that's not where the, the, the goodies are. <laughs> the goodies yeah. are in the building the organization and then maybe focus on one or what. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be, you could say, but even then it can get still, still difficult because their mind is still um, between two companies and then their people are split too. So my, my concern is also when, you, when they bring people in, is it going to be difficult for them too? Because it's hard enough just with one company to, so if you bring someone in and they're focused on like two companies, unless it's very easy, like you said, like a, a pure retail and they can just be selling coffee on the side. Yeah, you know, and yeah then they are not focusing on people. When you have retail in mind, you don't think that you put people in, you just sell product. And it would be like in a, in a uh, studio, you have a wellness studio also, where you have like, Uh, three different uh, lines yeah, that yeah, people yeah. can choose from. That's yeah. in the mind. That's not what it is in network marketing, but that is the mind they're coming from. And that makes, uh, oh, why can we not choose different network marketing companies? But that for me shows that there's still a learning curve and a progress for them to make to understand that what is really network marketing. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good point. If they had like a studio and they were selling like diff like, like, um, You know, like I even have an associate who's not gold yet, but she sells, she has a uh, fitness studio, fit, fitness studio, and she sells thieves, um, natural cleaning products, which I think is a, yeah, yeah. anyway, I can't remember what company it is. So she's full on USANA. She's not a gold director yet, but she does retail some of these other products, but she's not building that as a team, but she is building a team with USANA. So mm -hmm. that, that is a very good example where you could easily retail, especially if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, then in terms of, so this is such a good question. So in terms of how can we get people to be loyal to USANA well, any, or any company you're in, even before, like say if it takes a little while to make some income. So th this is a big reason why I really like the health and wellness spas. And I also really like the sexy fit nutrition challenge because we're getting them really connected to the product, even if they're not making money. Okay, and this, this is something that even when I talk about um, people's auto order when I'm training them, I always say to all my new associates, I say that the brilliant thing about this is that your auto order is only, you know, 100 or 200 points. And no matter how much money you make, it never goes above that. Okay, and imagine like, is there any business where you can be ordering the products that you love and you're, you're eating them? you know, things that you would be ordering anyway, and that's your business cost. Like if you start any business, your, your cost is going to be astronomical. You're going to have the rent, you're going to have the electricity, you're going to have the inventory you have to buy, your employees. The only cost in USANA that you have to do is your auto order, which is products that you get to eat. Anyways, you know, and these are products that you would be ordering anyway. And uh, this is always in my training, like, and I always tell this to people, I say, we, we have to so believe in these products that even if we weren't making money, we would continue with these products. 
energetically, that's how you be, this is how you be successful. Because if you're only doing this for money, it's not gonna work. You like truly, it's not gonna work. Not just because if you're, you know, you'll, you'll fall off because if you don't make money quick enough, you'll just stop it. But also energetically, you might get a few people in, but most people aren't going to follow you if you don't really believe in these products. So th this is why another reason I'm so big on training. Because we, we've got to educate our people ab about all these things. So that's why if you, you have a like in module seven is all about training your team. I really believe in a weekly training for my team so that then you can be getting together and talking about all these things. But does, does that make sense, Gabby? Yeah. So, so there's different ways, like doing health and wellness spas, doing sexy fit really gets people connected to the products. Okay, so where they would continue even if they weren't making money. How we explain auto order, like the cost of doing business helps kind of solidify that in their mind. And then the ongoing training where I literally talk about like, we've got to be the way showers. Like, you know, we, we have to be on the cell essentials or the health pack or the, my health pack. We have to be on biomega proflavanol C100 at least like as a, as our minimum, you know, like that's like the core line, you know, depending whether you like smoothies or not, you know, that's up to you. The bar is up to you. You know, hopefully you're using the skincare too, but if you, it, and this is why, even when I talk to people, like, how do you choose a company? You want to choose a company based on the product first, no matter how much money you can make from it. Because if you don't love the product, it's kind of like in business, if you don't love what you're doing for business, you won't last in it. Like even, even like take away network marketing, like let's say we were just all talking about what should I do as a business? And th this is why I do this in Soulcraft is, you know, what do you love? And then let's bring USANA into that. But even if we didn't have USANA, I would be like, what do you love? That's what we've got to build your business around. Otherwise, when you hit like a hard day, you're going to stop, you know, and the same thing with USANA, unless we really believe in the product and we really believe in the mission when it gets tough. Well, you know, there's so many other companies out there we could join. And this, this is why people do skip from company to company. They're not looking for the best product. What are they looking for? They're looking for the quickest way to make money. Yeah. And if they don't make money in two months, they're like, nope, this doesn't work. You know, like, I mean, I'm just talking to someone I went to college from who wants to do soul craft. And he's like, I didn't really know him at college, but he, he's a really nice guy. I think he was a couple of years younger than me. That's probably why I didn't know who, didn't even really know it, who he was, but I do recognize his name, but he's done like 10 companies since college days. And I'm like, how do you do 10 companies since college days? <sighs> you know, and, and that's because they're looking for, you know, the, so this is a great opportunity for me to talk to him and say, hey, you know, if you focus on it, might not be USANA, but choose a company that you really like their product and that you would use no matter what. Um, okay, did that bring up any other questions? That's such a good, everyone's questions are just, they're the best because then we can, yeah, really go to what is real time. Yes, Gabby, and then Sigrun, I know you have a question too. Carmen, when you are presenting, and um, how if if the product is so important, how much do you make an um, emphasis or on the product while you're doing the presentation? 
like mm. if you have half an hour how much uh, of that time would you put on on the product really good question so probably still only like five minutes on the product and i'm never going into this does this or like you know proflavanol does this and you go down this rabbit hole and biomega does this because again it's not the features that we want to sell it's more the benefits so I, I always share more the philosophy of USANA and that the whole, and I always go back to Dr. Wentz because doc, Dr. Wentz is literally so inspirational for people like that story. And I always go back to, you know, his claim to fame really, like when you really go down to the heart of it is that he's one of the most, the biggest experts on health of the cell in the world. And the whole philosophy of USANA, which is why I love it, is get the cell healthy and then the cells will take care of the body. And that to me makes so much sense. Like, let's, let's go to the root cause. Like, we don't have to band-aid ourselves with all these things. Let's just go and get the cell healthy. If the cell is healthy, it will do its job. And that's how we create, we create health. Yes, there's other things like environment, our emotions, but we can do so much by just getting the cell healthy. And what I really about, like about Dr. Wentz is that's his life work, life's work. And that's why he became so well-known because literally Gull Labs, his first laboratory, were the only, only company in the world who could keep cells alive indefinitely. You know, and then he took all that expertise and put it into supplements for, for humans, you know, and and I'll just say very quickly, out of any company, they've won more awards, more third party, never had a product. I always say this too, they've never had a product recalled in their 25 years of being in business, which is unheard of in the supplement industry. Literally unheard of. Like there's no company, even the ones I, I like, they've had a product recalled at some point. But our, you know, so there's, so I always talk, talk really big picture. So, and really it's that sell story. And then I say the beautiful thing about all of the products, which is why people not only love them and, and stay on them and get because they get such great results, is they focus on what they know, get the cell healthy through nutritional supplements, through what we eat, and through what we put on our skin. They don't produce everything under the sun, they, they produce what they're experts on, and they truly are experts in getting the cell healthy. So at the cell level, what we eat and what we put on the skin. And then how I, how I sell myself and my team is I say now, and how we do this as a team is we really help people with these products, then look at other things in their life. So their emotions, their mind, body, spirit, their environment. And so this is why the Sexy Fit Nutrition Challenge is such a great way to build. So that's what everyone can do if, if you aren't using Sexy Fit, what you, what you want to think of, or health, you could do this with Health and Wellness Spa or your team, just figure out how do your, you and your team, how, how are you using USANA to make a difference? And that's, that's your um, connection point to why they want to join you and your team. Now, if you don't have a team yet, or you're just starting, <laughs> it can be what I do, you know, or the, I was always, always, always taught when I started, when I was very young, use the royal we. 
what we do like we could just be you and your cat <laughs> so you and your husband <laughs> you know it's like we is okay <laughs> but or i is totally fine but you just want to you want to make take it make it personal so if this was me starting out like i was brand new in usana but i had a vision of what i wanted with how i wanted to build this business and what i do is where I come in and where I will help help you as well, and this is a really great way to build, is we use USANA's products as the main product line, and then we help people with everything else. So their lifestyle, their fitness, their mind, body, spirit. So we help them create a life that is lived healthily in all aspects. And it's not only a great business model, but it's also something that feels really good to build. I, so my brand, and you guys are all soul crafters, so you can piggyback onto this too. Like I'm always business and lifestyle, business and lifestyle. Okay, so this is a good business model and it's a good way to build your life. And then I also bring in with the life, the soulfulness of soul craft is that it feels good. It gives meaning. Because remember the people that we're going to attract are your, your heart-centered, ambitious network marketers, so entrepreneurs. They're going to be interested, just like you are, good business model. Am I teaching something that I want to teach? And is it aligned with me? Does it feel good? Okay, so, you, so I always bring that into the presentation. Like, this makes so much sense as a business model. Health is what people are interested in right now, especially like more so than ever with COVID. So it makes sense as a business model, makes sense as a, a lifestyle, like how to teach people, and it gives a lot of meaning for what we're doing. So does that, does that make sense? So business, lifestyle, and then the heart, the soul, which is very soul crafty, because all of you, that's the kind of people you're attracting to, because that's who you are. You know, like you want this to be a solid business. You want to make a good income. You want it to matter in the world and you want it to be something you enjoy doing as well. Sigrun, you had a question. Yeah, um, with respect, you were saying earlier, if someone is not so much focused on the products, it's obviously my fault when I'm in the presentation. I had the experience once that um, my prospect was really money focused. And would you in that situation rather say, okay, that's not going to work with that, us? Or <laughs> what, what I'm... I'm not sure what I, I should do then. Mm. No, not necessarily. That's a, such a great question. So I gave this example of the doctor that went Ruby and my team. Yeah. She was extremely money focused, like really money focused, but she had that drive. So I was able to come in and then help kind of, even you'd think that she'd be focused on the product because she was a doctor, but she was a very different type of doctor. <laughs> but through, you know, the training, she started getting really attached to the product and she could take that drive and being interested in money and marry, marry them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, as, long but... as, as long as they're ethical, if you feel like they're not ethical, that's a different thing. And what about what I actually mean is if they can't really see yet the value on the product and just want to start but think it's still too expensive to start and they're just you know i had that experience uh, with someone in europe and we in europe we only need 100 svp for three business centers at the moment and it was still too much 
And I couldn't, I'm still in negotiation, but I couldn't make it closing, a close because it was still too much money for them. So yeah, I couldn't yeah. bring over the value of the products. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a really good question. Okay, so this is probably, it's more like a, a scarcity mentality, mm-hmm. but more than that, it's more like a nine to five mentality, which is, it's not wrong. It's just what they've grown up with. And mm-hmm. they haven't stepped into more like the entrepreneur, what it costs to build a business. So it's again, it's never to make someone wrong. It's just that when you've been in a nine to five and you've never really looked at what businesses cost, it's going mm-hmm. to s- seem ex- expensive because th- those of you who run run businesses, you just know that obviously you is like a drop in the like it's nothing. <laughs> so what I would do to open up their mind is just say, OK, um, so, you, you know, as much as you feel comfortable telling me, because I don't want you to to divulge anything that's too personal for you, but what would if you felt like you could afford it, if we figured out a way for you, what would be your goals with this? Would you like to replace your income? Would you like to um, move away from your job? Would you like to use this for travel money? Like what, what would be your let's take away that not being able to afford it right now. Let's say you could. What would be your goals? Okay. And then, then, then you can see, like, they might say, well, I would love to leave my job or no, this is really going to be like for travel money, or it's going to be to, you know, for savings, you know, whatever it is. And then, then just say, okay, so let's say this was to replace your income, you know, whatever it is. So let's say, say this is to, to have a travel fund every year. What would you like to be making from it every year? Okay. So let, let's say they do say their job. So let's say, well, I would need it to replace 50,000 per year, let's say. And say okay that's fantastic so um what time do you think you would have if you felt like this could be a way to replace your income what time do you think you would have to put into it you know keeping in mind you have a full-time job you know and they then they might say you know well five hours per week 10 hours per week 15 hours per week and then say okay "Okay." yeah so you're getting them connected to something else like an outcome and then what i would say what is there and say why I wanted to take you through this exercise. What do you think could be another solution to help you get there? Because what I'm trying to help you see is the it is an expense. You know, it is an investment. But if you want to get from here to here with a business, compared to most businesses, it's it's not very much, and there's no risk. Yeah. And, and what you also do with this um, twist in the view to the thing is when you say expense it's something that you lose in the mind but if you say i focus on what do you want from it that's something you gain in the mind so the total different energy is suddenly in the room yeah 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 and okay. I, I, when you just talked about it i i, I felt it i said oh wow oh and, and and that helps the person as well to to to, yeah, to get this other uh, mindset, I would say. Yeah. And if you, if you have any examples in your, like for, for businesses, like for example, I, I often bring in that when I was 27 years old, looking at different businesses, not coming from money, like I could maybe afford 20 grand to put into a franchise, like maybe, and that would be a stretch. And what could I, when I looked in the newspaper for franchises or businesses I could build, the only things that were 20 grand were a dog wash 
and a mail order company where I would be licking envelopes every day. And I was like, 20 grand for that? Like, I, I love cats. I don't like, oh, I do like dogs, but I don't want to do a dog wash. <laughs> so it really puts into perspective, you know, the cost of USANA. So if, if you have examples, that's really good to do. Say, you know, what's really great about USANA or whatever network marketing company, the risk is so minimum and the investment is so little for what you can have at the end of the year versus what are your alternatives if, if you do want to leave your job or you want to create income for a travel fund you know what what are our options you know like okay we could go sell strawberries down the street or you know there's not there's not a lot of options right i, I okay. come with the example of my friend she has a studio or ha- no, now, now again have a studio and and only to pay the rent every month for the room she she is in for 600 euros and and that was lost i mean lost in terms of out you first have to get that money um, in before you then have some gain 600 euros and and it's uh, half or much less per month you have and and that you you eat you see things like that is what i'm comparing or put them in the letter and then my own experience before i could start with my um practice let's say yeah i had to get my massage table i have to renovate the room and so on and i made the work to calculate it together that was thirty thousand euros <laughs> mm. yeah so. that, that's another idea like if even if you could ask them is there anything else you've considered you like and that if you if you have that experience like for example i know some people who have considered being a massage therapist but what that takes is you know, better than mm-hmm. that. And then it also takes doing massage, you know, X amount of hours, you know, so this is, so if the key is for everyone to, to pull them off of what they're narrowly, narrow, narrowly looking at, like, I can't afford this, to mm-hmm. pull them out to what is it that mm-hmm. I want? And then what are the options to get there? Okay. That's so, great. So that really, that really helps them. And then if you have an example, like my example or Claudia's example, or just, you know, to help them. Yeah. And then the other thing I often, now you can't do all of this in one sitting. Like you just kind of have to cherry pick, hi Vicky, just what's going to work or what you have time for. But often I've also said, you know, let's say after a year, you know, you do this and you have, you've not made any money, like, which is, impossible <laughs> if you really put your effort into that and we work together but let's say that you had like nothing at the end of the year you still would have had all been on these products which people order just themselves just to order you know like it's like not even they're not even doing the business you'll be so healthy at the end of the year like there still is no way that you can lose even if you never make made money so that's sometimes to put a little bit of levity into it. Like there's no way you're not gonna make money, but even if you did, you would still be really healthy and realize a lot of people, most, I mean, I wouldn't even say most, like I don't even know what the stats are now, but I'd say at least 50% of people in USANA, I need to check that stat, but I would say at least 50% are PCs. Does anyone know what that stat is now? I'll find out, because that's probably a good one. But I would say these days, at least half are customers, not even associates. And they're, they're ordering the same that associates are ordering. I mean, sometimes less, sometimes more, but it probably all averages out to 100 or 200 points. 
Okay. So is that helpful, Sigrun? Is that helpful Very for everyone? Much. Yeah, okay. thank you so much. So I always, because we, there's always so many questions and then we can kind of get lost like, oh, okay, there's like always going to be another question. How do I handle it? Always try to think, how can I move this person from being so narrowly focused on something to be more expansive? Okay, and that, that is always a rule in everything. How can I help this person expand to look at the bigger picture? And that's why we're asking, we like to ask questions like, where would you like to be in three to five years? You know, if you do choose to this, do this, what would the income replace? How would that make your life different? Because when we see, when we see the thing as being the solution to what we really want, people will pay anything for it. You know, it's no longer, and this, this is like Laura and I were, were talking and the person we were talking about, I, I started to think, I just don't think she sees this as being a solution for what she really wants. And either that's our communication, we're not showing her how this can be a solution or because when we look at it, like, why do people buy anything? Like, I don't, I don't know if you've heard this, if you listen to different podcasts, but more sales are being made during these, these two years for courses, for, you know, people are spending money like crazy. Why are they spending money? Because whatever they're spending, spending it on, they see as being a solution for what they want. So if we can always focus on how can I be a solution for, for this person or help them see this as being a solution. Because really, I mean, the whole world of entrepreneurship is we, we want to be solution finders for, we want to we want to solve the problem for people okay so let's um we only have a few minutes left so going back to your six-week challenge so i just want to run through some questions just to like really really sink you back into it so the things that will always bring you back to why this is important is why is this six-week challenge and enrolling the two to four people important to me so this is your connected to your morning question, whatever your number one priority in the morning is, you always want to ask yourself, why is this important to me? That will sink you back into your heart every time. And then, then we're going to pull you out and we're, then we're going to say, why is this important to me in general? Like, why do I want to build network marketing? And this gets you connected more to your why. You know, because I want to help people like my reasons are always I so love helping people with their health, but I also really like helping them with their money. Because I know network marketing when you have that residual income it can pay for everything else, and I love those two things so that's even after all these years, those are two things i'm still so committed to. Then what is your presentation model. To enroll your two to four people in the next six weeks. And I really recommend only focusing on two things and having your team only focus on two ways. So what is that presentation model, whatever it is? So it might be health and wellness spas and one-on-ones. It might be sexy fit and one-on-ones. It might be, you know, sipping, whatever you're, whatever you're doing. But I really recommend just two maximum and for your team, just two maximum as well. Where are you getting your people? And are you out there expanding your network? Okay, so super important. We have to always be expanding our network. 
who are you going to be during this time? Because remember, it's not the achievement of the goal, it's who we become in pursuit of that goal. And it's also why it's so important that we always, I mean, it's so cliche, but cliches work because they are always true. <laughs> it's so important that we enjoy the, the journey because once, whether you reach this or not, you know, you're, you're gonna have your next goal and then your next goal. And we, we have to make sure that we are that, this combination of pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone and that's not comfortable, okay? So that's not necessarily pure enjoyment, right? So it's, it's this balance, the yin and yang, we're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone and we're really enjoying the journey. And this is, I think sometimes where the world goes wrong is they can't hold two ideas in their mind at the same time. And this is what we have to do. We have to hold the idea of I'm leaning into it. It's not very comfortable. And I'm really enjoying the journey at the same time. And to never mix up those two that, oh, I'm leaning into this. It doesn't feel good. I'm not enjoying the journey. So I shouldn't be doing this. That's not what it is. You know, you're leaning in and you're like, okay, this is like exciting. And then um, remembering what might you encounter specifically your old MOs, your ways of being, will that come up in these next six weeks? And can you rise above that and say, okay, I'm not going to go into my old MO of getting too busy, making excuses, you know, whatever it is. Like we all know our, our MO, you know, like, like one of mine is I constantly have to let go of things and keep really focused because I tend to keep doing more and more. So mine is always like, say no, let go, stay laser focused. So what is an MO that you're no longer subscribing to? That's like, I'm not going to make the excuse that I'm too busy. I'm not going to, you know, whatever it is. Because th this is where the growth is, is the, because we all have patterns. You know, Peter and I often talk about this, like, okay, what's our pattern in this? How can we shift it so this doesn't always be our pattern? All right. Any final questions? So, so our whole thing is we're now in September. So we had like a few days to really like declare. And so um, what I would really love everyone, I know we've kind of given you leeway to write your ahas within 24 hours, but if you can, as soon as I post a picture, like give me 30 seconds, go and write them right away because we're noticing people are doing them later and later, and then, then you won't be as committed. Okay, so I really recommend, unless you've got a presentation after this, like go write your ahas and your, your commitment. Um, if you have an accountability buddy, this is really good because it is going to take something to enroll your two to four. Okay. But this is, this is where our growth and our, our, um, like our whole personal journey is so important. So if you have an accountability buddy, that's, that would be fantastic. And then remember that it, like anything you, how many people did we, if you want to do four, how many people did we say you have to invite? Does anyone remember? 16. Close. 24. 24. 24. 24. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it sounds like a lot, but it's not if you divide it over three weeks. And I would really recommend doing doing all your inviting in your first three weeks. Okay. Because with everything, it's what you do initially, because it takes time, right? To do presentations, etc. So I would really set up like this week I'm going to invite 12. Next week I'm going to invite 12. The following week I'm going to invite 12. Okay. And that's your 24. So that's if you that's if you want to enroll four people. Okay, because I'm assuming that you it's will take it will take 
one in four presentations that you do, you will enroll. Okay, so that means 16 people. Okay, once you have them into a presentation. And then that means that you probably, I don't think you have to invite 32. I think you have to invite 24 to get 16 presentations. Okay, because you're all, you're all to the place where you're not newbies, you know, you can, so that the from pres sorry from an invitation to presentation, I think you only have to invite a few more so invite 24 have 16 presentations and then that gives you room to en enroll one associate out of four you'll probably get PCs in there too. Remember, the better you get your conversion will then become one and two okay so basically my conversion now is like almost I should probably say one at one and a half okay like but i've been doing this for 20 years so but yours will get better and better. Okay, the longer you do this. So 24, I'd really recommend inviting 12 people each week for the next three weeks. So you really get this momentum. And then really lean into whenever that resist, watch for resistance, because remember, wherever we resist, that's where we need to go. Watch for fear, watch for like uncomfortability, and then lean into that, like really lean into it. Because what's what's the worst thing that can happen? You don't get one this time and it'll happen next time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So people might say no, they might, you might get disappointed. It it all doesn't matter. You know, like at the in the grand scheme of things, like when we have a business, when we're an entrepreneur, this is what we do. And we just never take it personally and we just grow from it. And remember, we never make things mean anything that isn't supportive of us. Okay, so even if we have to grow, like, you know, there's lots of things I need to grow in. Like, I always evaluate myself and I think, oh, I could have done that better. But I, I may say, oh, I wish I had done that better and I'm going to do it this way. I don't let, let it last the next day and, and affect my confidence as long as I'm willing to grow and change. Because when we make meaning that doesn't support us, it's, no, it's of no use. Just you, use it to improve, but never to make yourself feel bad. Okay, because we're, we're like the successful people, they make as many mistakes as you know, they just don't, they just brush it off. <laughs> as we know from Soulfit. Go. <laughs> All right. How do you feel? Oh, Robin? Yes, go ahead. A really quick question. Yes. I like the idea of the shorter presentation. I really love that. Do you utilize some of your company's slides and then just take piece, take some of those that you like? Or I guess I could do that. Yes. Um, yes. They yes, seem yes. to be long. They're too long. They're too long. Yeah. So I really vacillate. I do have my online presentation, which I haven't updated in years. I, I need to update that. I still use that because it's, but it is too long. It needs to be shortened. But if I was, I often do it just on the fly as well, like one-on-one, -on -one, like sit down with somebody. So I'm, I'm really keeping my presentations to 30 minutes. And then really what I'm doing is, is I'm asking those two questions, telling them it's a two-step process. And really all I'm doing is explaining like why the product is so good, why the business model is so good, why it can help them get from A to Z, how my team works. And then I never explain the compensation plan ever anymore. So when they yeah. wanna know about the compensation plan, I see, yeah, I mean, I can't, back in the day, I used to like really go into it. So I just send them, and even a lot of times, unless they ask for it, I don't even send them you know, unless they ask right. for it. Yeah. So I'm talking more that now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so many variations with the comp plan. Yeah. Okay, and even, thank you. even with sexy fit, like what I tell people is like when you enroll somebody, 
you're depending on what they order you're you're making like 50 to 60 dollars but then it's their auto order that you that you want and then from there you're making like depending on what they order 30 to 40 dollars per month i don't even go into i'm just giving them round figures yeah yeah it's too much information for, for people otherwise all right, so such great questions. So I'm so I've got it really good. I just I always want to answer ask answer everything, but also not you know keep us too long. So does everyone feel inspired? Yeah. Okay. One one more thing. Yeah, absolutely, Claudia. I, I went back and listened to your presentation, the long one. Yes. Okay. As I did like seven years before or whatever, and regularly, but long for long not. And it made so much more sense to me. Say, hey, why didn't I get that in the beginning? So uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. If any of you want to listen to it, it's a whole, I have a whole training on my online business presentation system. So you get all the, like all the PowerPoints, it, like everything. It's also in SoulPro. You get that as part of SoulPro. But if you just want to go listen to it, it's on the LiveWell, um, LiveWellInternational.com. So you can listen to it. Um, just keep it in mind that one I haven't redone for a long time. But yeah, you'll, you'll kind of That's see. Still how okay. the, it's still, yeah, it's still, it's still really good. That's probably why I haven't redone it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So just just know that you're everyone is where you need to be. This is like such a great growth period. And we're setting and sowing the seeds for January. And um, yeah, just keep having fun with us and keep really connected to why you're doing this and keep bringing the soul, soul into it. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go, oh, let's take a picture. And then if you can go write your ahas, give me like 30 seconds and then we'll, um, we'll get your ahas and action steps. Okay, let's take our first picture first. One, two, three, super cute. And then Let's do a crazy one. Vicky's already one, two, three. Ah! Super cute. All right. Love all you guys. Keep the questions coming. We'll answer anything. And you have um, Natasha for the next two weeks. So anything with this, keep questions coming on the forum because I really want to support you with this. Okay. Okay. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You're so welcome. Thank Bye. You. Thank you. Bye. <clears throat> Thank you.